Welcome to the Prayer Works Podcast, where our mission is to pray and teach others to pray about relevant topics so that you can live a transformed life. Now, here's your host, Executive Director of the Prayer Institute, Nicole Bird. Hello, everyone. Nicole Bird here. Welcome to the Prayer Works Podcast, where our mission is to pray and teach others to pray about relevant topics to help you live a transformed life. Listen, y'all, today is episode 123, and I'm again excited to have my two kingdom partners on the show with me, Veronica Patterson with the Risco Group. And Joseph Earl with In the Beginning Creative. How you guys doing? Good. 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 Are y'all ready? Yes. Yes. Thanks for having me. Right. This is awesome because we are going to talk about something that could be a little deep and for some maybe a little controversial when we talk about prayer and healing or prayer and its impact on healing the person, making the person a whole person. And As I was preparing for our time together, um, I was reading a few articles, right? I was reading these articles on reasons why Christians, right? Why Christians or believers don't pray. Hmm. And there were a lot of uh, reasons that they listed. However, there was this one reason that kind of tickled my spirit and it kept landing on all of the list. And the one that, you know, just kind of resonated with me most was the one that the belief that prayer does not change things. Wow. Now, for a believer, the believer does not believe that the practice of prayer changed things. So how is the believer a believer if they don't? believe (laughs) i know it's kind of i don't know but there there are many christians and i don't know how they get to this well we'll talk through that but there are many christians that believe that prayer does not make the difference i'm in their lives and i believe that the your belief system is the determining factor on a person's ability to consistently stay in the stead of praying and pursuing God for the outcome um, that they desire. And so what it boils down to is your belief system about how you believe prayer operates, Mm -hmm. like how you see it working. Um, And I was reading something in my study time and it talked about prayer expectancies, prayer expectancies. And I found it, um, something that could really help us because what that means is that when we pray, we often expect a certain outcome or we expect, we should be expecting God to respond in a certain way. These are prayer expectancies and the research, there was some research done on believers who pray um, that said that if people get what they expect when they pray, right? they will experience a greater sense of well-being. But if they don't get what they expect, like if the outcome is not what they've been praying for, uh, many of them experience psychological distress, right? Um, And then because of that, they give up on the practice of prayer. So I kind of want us, as we talk about our topic for today, prayer and healing, 
you know, why we're in a time. So we're in a time where many people, you know, after the pandemic, many people are experiencing so many traumatic experiences. Mm -hmm. Like when it talks about people dying from the sickness, you know, uh, people getting sick and people that we love being passed on. We see that happening a lot that that is a, a monumental impact um, when it comes to the believer in their prayer life. I, I feel like we have lost momentum in prayer. We've lost our win because, you know, I get the story. I've prayed intensely, you know, believing that God was going to heal and the person is not healed or they didn't get the outcome that they wanted. And it leaves them not only grief stricken, but questioning God's power to heal. And so it's been a great testing. Mm -hmm. Um, I know for my faith as a believer and, and it's been a tough road, you know, as a widow now going on three years is going on three years, being a ministry leader, um, known to be an intercessor, prayer warrior, and praying for my husband's healing after I've prayed for others and not getting the outcome that I expected. I, I can, I can, I can see how a person can kind of give up on that. And so when we speak to those traumas that people experience because of that trauma, my, my faith was tested, right? Mm -hmm. My faith was tested. Right. And so Joseph, I know recently there have been some, major trauma, traumatic experiences when they come to people that we know, you know, major believers that have gone on to be mm -hmm. with the Lord. Right. Um, let's talk about that a little bit. When you, you know, you said something, you know, and wow, you know, three mm -hmm. years ago, that, mm -hmm. that seemed like yeah. just yesterday, mm -hmm. you know, um, mm -hmm. because, and kind of seeing you walk through those seasons of life, it just seemed like it's so still so fresh, you know, and you look at um, LaShawn Pace and Tracy Braxton, you know, who were faith people, you know, they believed God all the way to the end. You know, I was looking at the, their funeral services and to see how people talked so heavily about their faith, mm. you know, um, LaShawn Pace singing up until death, you know, wow. um, going on engagements. And um, one pastor talked about how she, um, how his armor bearer drove her back to Atlanta so she could have her treatments, you know, because she was so committed to her work and to the work of God, mm. you know. And, and, and coming out with songs, you know, about faith mm. and about living life. Mm. And so you would think, why God wouldn't heal them? Mm. You know, they are, they, they're doing good. Mother, you know, wife, you know, mm. Tracy Bryce, you know, wife, you know, why you wouldn't heal them? And what, what was the ultimate? And, you know, people look at their stories and sometimes you 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 gain as a believer do you gain faith from their mm. stories do you get enriched from it mm. you know i think sometimes 
when we don't understand the totality of healing when, and what mm. that really means, healing and wholeness, mm. and what death really means, it can, it can leave us in a place of unbelief. No, I think that's a great starting point, right? Really getting a perspective of what healing and wholeness is from Mm -hmm. a biblical perspective, Mm -hmm. right? I believe that's, you know, when we're transformed by the renewing of our mind, it's getting not just the right perspective, but getting a godly one. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times we don't have the godly perspective, especially in experiences like that, because I almost felt in some of my most vulnerable moments that God owed it to me to mm-hmm. heal my husband. Mm-hmm. As you know, and this is going to say on real churchy, I felt like I had been a handmaiden, you know, a midwife in the ministry. I have dedicated my life. So certainly the Lord was going to allow my husband to be healed on this side of heaven. Because you've laid hands on people. I've laid you hands prayed and, for people yes. and seen them recover. Yeah, I was like, know? oh, this the God got this. Yeah. You know, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this is a te- this gonna be a grandma preach this. Right. I was saying, oh, this is gonna be an amazing sermon. Like in my mind, right. in my heart, I really believe that. So the right perspective. I think not having the right perspective of what healing is. And so I kind of just want to share for a moment. I was doing some research and I looked at the definition of healing according to the international mm-hmm. Um, standard Bible encyclopedia and, and what it means to to make whole. I mean, healing means to make whole or well, hmm. to make whole or well. And I, I meditated on that a little bit because we often see um, in the Bible people who are petitioning God or asking God to restore them to health or restore a person back to their vitality. We often, we often see that in the Bible and um, we see uh, the word heal, which was so crazy. Okay. So we see the word healing in the Bible over 33 times um, through the healing miracles of Jesus Christ, which tells us, you know, Jesus really cared about us being whole and being physically able. Right. And so I think, you know, the first thing that we need to look at is that knowing what healing means for the believer is being whole and well. Um, and then that spirit, that's just not physically, that's spiritually, mentally, emotionally. I think John 10, 10 says, uh, the, um, the enemy comes to steal, kill and destroy, but I've come to give you life. Um, and give you life more abundantly. Some some versions say it's to give you life to the full. And life to the full is experiencing wholeness in every area of your life, not just in your body. And then we see in um, 3 John 1 and 2, right? He says, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul. So that, that wholeness, you know, that completeness in God is God's truest intention. And so I just kind of want to make sure we have the right perspective. I think that shift is going to help us heal emotionally when we lose someone, if we have the right perspective of what God's truest intention is for our lives and what that looks like. And it doesn't necessarily mean 
that the person, it could, it's one of two things. They're going to be healing whole and delivered, set free on this side from every affliction, affirmity, or disease that they uh, were going through. Or in eternity, we have a promise that we're going to get a new body. So I think really having that perspective. So I kind of wanted to see what, yeah. what you guys were thinking about that. No, like I'm literally sitting here thinking, asking myself, now I know as a believer, eternity is the ultimate goal. Right. I know that. But why when something comes up, my grandmother got COVID. I was distraught. Because I'm like, man, she's so old. Like immediately, my mind went to death. Um, my, I, it's like the spiral that your your brain goes into. And as a believer, I'm challenging myself based on what you're saying. Is why don't I think of eternity as no, like she good the win it, exactly because mm-hmm. we spend and I think we talked about this at some point. We spend. We understand that we have been spending our entire lives as believers in the faith running after God, which is running after eternity. And when eternity is upon us, we are disappointing. Yeah. Like, why? No, this is this is the work that we do. This is what we're working towards is to spend eternity with Jesus. Because to live is Christ. Yeah. But to die, die is gain. gain. Yeah. You know, but we considered a yeah. loss. You were like, yeah. I lost right. my mother. Mm-hmm. Right. You, you may have lost the physical presence presence of mother. Right. But if mother was in the Lord, mother ha- is gone on to the most, the best place. No, this perspective you know. is like, it's blessing mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know anybody, you know, whoever is listening to this. I've been in church my whole life. Like, and death has always, even though Jesus's life took the sting out of death. Mm. It's always had a sting. Like mm. when somebody I love passes away, mm. I'm hurt. I'm broken. I'm, you know, and I think obviously we're imperfect. Mm. We get mm. attached to the world, mm. to the things of the world. And you utilizing that word perspective is everything because we have to change how we look at it. And we can't just be comfortable with saying a thing because you're not saying anything that I don't know, it's a but blind. you got to apply it. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not saying, and I, I think I know this um, like most people because I'm I'm still in it. I'm not saying that you don't grieve and have right. the mm-hmm. emotions to mm-hmm. grieve. You mm-hmm. you have those. Mm-hmm. Um, what, I, what I have done just through um, community support and my faith and therapy is learning to not sit there in -hmm. that space. Mm -hmm. So I have my moment. I feel what I'm feeling, but I don't sit there. That's the whole idea of not grieving as if I don't have any hope. Right. So do you get that? Like we say that scripture to grieve as if we're not, as if we don't have any hope means to, I have the moment, but I have enough faith in God to know that I can move forward. I can move forward from that. My grandfather said something to me years ago. He said, when you understand the totality of death, the funeral won't be so hard. Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. And so he said, you know, when my 
grandmother was in the hospital. He said, you know, the people were coming and praying, you know, healing and, and everything. And, and all the prayer warriors was in her room and they're, they're doing their thing. And he said, he said, if it's God's will mm-hmm. mm. for it to happen, Man. but, but we can get so caught up on the healing that when he don't do it, we lose hope. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so he said, I'm always cognizant of and in a place to accept what God's will is mm-hmm. for the person's life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, uh, that's a good that's another good segue. Like uh, we, I think we're on the same uh, page with this. So here's the thing. We have to have the godly perspective of what the healing of God looks like, whatever that is. But I think there's two things that we have to put on the table. Right. So so God is truest intention for our life is that we be healthy and whole. But then there's this thing called the sovereignty <laughs> of God. Mm. Now I've heard a pastor preach it. My God. I've studied it a little bit, but I looked up the definition, right? <laughs> Just to, because I think once you, words are so powerful. They are. It said the sovereignty of God is God's absolute right to do all things according to his own good pleasure the absolute right the absolute so his will his decision what he decides is pretty much what we're talking about here and so when we um look at having the right perspective from the idea of i i'm praying right so here's the revelation i got um when my husband passed away and he said every prayer that you've ever prayed and every prayer that you will ever pray will come to this. And that's my will being done in the earth. And it comes from that, you you know, that whole idea of can I change the mind of God with prayer? Well, it's a hard pill to swallow mm-hmm. is that I am praying intensely and I'm praying your will and your word says that your truest intention for my life is that I be healed, but I don't get that outcome. And so, so I want us to talk a little bit about that because you cannot change the mind of God. (laughs) Prayer is not, that's not the function or the purpose of prayer to change the mind of God. That would suggest that the decision that God has initially made was a wrong decision. But what about the scripture also says that God will give you the desires of your heart. So we're going to go there. Cause so that's what I mean by the function of prayer. One is the function of prayer is not to change God's mind is that the function of prayer is to align your will with his. So the desires of your heart become aligned with his. Hmm. Right. And so there was a point, there's a young man and y'all know this young man and he had called to check on me. Uh, Claude called to check on me. Um, My husband's in the hospital and I know supernaturally we were having this conversation because I didn't feel like that. I physically had the strength to even say what I said to him, but it was something along the lines of, you know what? I'm ready for God to do whatever he wants to do with mm-hmm. my husband. I trust him. Whatever his will is, I accept it. This is what I said out my mouth to, to Claude. 
I know. I said that. Oh, my God. I said that to Claude. And at 4 o'clock in the morning the next day, my husband passed away. And I really believe that God was waiting for me to align my will with his. I was fasting. I was praying. I had the church fasting and praying. Intercessors were sitting in my parking lot, Joseph, of my home, Mm -hmm. parking lot of the church. And I was like, no, this is going to be a testament. And I told, when I released that, that's when I believe God began to move. I think we have to realize that our lives are not our own. Mm. Right. Mm. And, and although we, we know we want what we want for our life, you know, Mm. we want, we want to have the best of life. We want, you know, we want a nice house. We want a nice car. We want, we want to be able to have children and we want to, you know, have the, somewhat of the, mm. the, the perfect life, you know, but that's may not be the road or the journey that God has for you. Mm-hmm. His will is his journey, his, his plan mm-hmm. for your life. He do, it's for his glory, for his glory. So, so there's it, it, the thing. Okay. That, so that, okay. so that I just kind of want to talk to there's the thing of the sovereignty of God, but when mm-hmm. what you're speaking of is can I persevere in prayer when I don't get the outcome that I want? We give up. We give up. We 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 throw we throw in the, the towel when it don't work out our way. We we're, mm-hmm. we're we're like the kid that has the the tantrum when 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 mommy or daddy don't give them exactly what mm-hmm. we want, mm-hmm. you know, and. It, it, we have to understand that, you know, I look at even in my own life, you know, I have Crohn's, mm-hmm. right? And it's in remission. And there were times when I went to church in pain, you know, having to sit in the back of the church because we didn't, we, I didn't know if I needed to run out, what's going to happen. And so, but I, I pressed my way on in spite of the condition and even though the condition still has times and flares that it could pop up, mm-hmm. I still know that I'm in God's will, right? Mm. And God's healing and wholeness is more about relationship with him than it is about a cure of the disease. Mm. Mm. See, the 10 were healed. Mm-hmm. One came back and said, thank you. Mm-hmm. And Jesus said, see, see, you're whole because, see, relationship is wholeness. Mm-hmm. Mary Magdalene at the cro- at first one, at, at she's the only one left at the cross, first one at the tomb. Why? Because she had relationship. Mm-hmm. She was whole, mm-hmm. you know. Her, and so I think it's more life and healness and wholeness mm-hmm. to me is more about your relationship and where God wants you to be connected with him more so than focusing on whether or not I get the manifestation of the cure. So in your humanness though, Mm -hmm. right? Right. Having the physical presence of that person and God knows that like he is, somebody used to always say he's interested in the details of your life. And I, I know that he cares for me and he loves me. And I know that 
he's omniscient. He's all knowing. He already looked into the future and he knew that I was going to have these moments of loneliness and moments of questioning him. But I had a firm foundation. And I think that's what really allowed me to kind of elevate my faith Mm -hmm. because this testing, this trial, especially when you lose someone that you love, like a husband, a spouse, I was with my husband 25 years was a great testing. And I could have just said, I could have just walked away from the faith, but it was a testing of everything that I ever preached from the platform. Do you really believe that? And I think we had the conversation. It's like our very faith is based on the premise of something supernatural of, you know, Jesus dying and getting up the, his resurrection power. I mean, Jesus being born, born by immaculate conception. We, be, we say we believe that and we invite him to be our Lord and savior based on those premises, but we still struggle at God's power to heal. So it's kind of what, What's on your mind with, with that? I have so much going through my, <laughs> my mind right now. Um, I really believe that the sovereignty of God, um, I don't know for me if I struggle with him doing it. I feel like he can do it. Of course, the mm-hmm. tension becomes, why didn't you do it? Like, I know you can so I didn't you and I'm just playing back in my mind so many moments where I prayed and asked God to grow me here, make me better here. I want to be more like you. I want to, you know, like all of these prayers mm-hmm. that you are putting into the heart of God. And when things begin to unfold, they're really answered prayers. Mm-hmm. Like they are really moments where. God, I am what I'm getting, you know, from Mm. the conversation for me in my life. God is like, then you pray this. Mm -hmm. Then you say this. Well, you can't stay here Mm -hmm. if that's what you want. Mm -hmm. Do you trust me to do with your life what I need to do in order to answer this prayer for you? Because what you're praying is my will. You Mm -hmm. want my heart. Mm -hmm. You know, I think about uh, Psalms running through the wilderness like he but. He had God's heart. He was a man after God's own heart. So like as you're talking, like the sovereignty of God is a really tough pill to to swallow. (laughs) It's not just a doctrine. It's like something that we really have to make resolve with that he has the absolute right. Mm -hmm. Right. Because he is Lord and he is savior. And it's not that he just want to be your boss, right? That he's the boss of you, right? But it's more on the premise of trusting that whatever he decide, Romans 8, all things work together. All things, not some of the things, not some of the things you pick, but death, life, money, broke, all things work together. Um, and so I think it's that. I think it's knowing, trusting being confident in this, as the scriptures say, that whatever he decides, he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. And in the moment, you can't you can't make resolve for that. I was like, Lord, I need my husband. I mean, that's why I got married, because I wanted a husband. Mm-hmm. We, we had challenges like everybody else. It wasn't a perfect marriage, but we were solid. No, y'all were. And who mm-hmm. we were, you know, and we were a great team. Mm-hmm. 
And um, it was a good Lord. That was a great. You did. You had a great matchup. <laughs> a great matchup. I think it was a great matchup. So I didn't because, see myself. Yeah. I saw myself, you know, getting old with him. But I'm still watching God's um, plan um, unfold. Oh, oh. Mm-hmm. And as I grow in God, um, my heart is open. Um, one of the one of the things that he did do for me when you when you talk about trusting God, because this this was the question that came up. So so my husband was not healed on this side. But as a believer, can I believe that he's still able to heal, even though he didn't heal my husband mm-hmm. and what God did for me? He is doing it every day, healing my broken heart. And so now I have an open heart. I'm looking forward to the future like I'm trying to date. Like mm-hmm. I'm open to maybe getting another partner, you know, God sending another partner my way. And, but I wouldn't be able to do that with my guard up or believing I'm gonna get hurt again or having, you know, these little traumas that the person I'm gonna be with gonna die. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had all those things that I had to work out in therapy. So I'm excited about what God is going to do, but I think that comes from doing certain things in a faith. And so I kind of want to put onto the table some call to actions and try to get from you guys. What do y'all think about this? The first one is, is that you gotta, when you find yourself in one of these situations, like you get a bad report or somebody in your family, you're praying for and needs healing. You got to hear from God. I was reading, Pastor Suzette Caldwell, right, our chairman and mm-hmm. board of director, part her. of board of directors for the Prayer Institute, in her book "Praying to Change Her Life," she talks about her bout with breast cancer, and when she got that report, and she said in her quiet time after the initial shock of the diagnosis, she heard a word from the Lord that it was not going to end in death for her, that she was not going to die from the disease. Right. And so she got a word from the Lord. And so it's that whole idea. Whose report are you going to believe? And I think when that happens, you have to sit down and say, God, what is your will for this situation? And let God speak to you. What do you mm-hmm. think about that? I think that comes out of relationship. Mm-hmm. I think you have to have um, Pastor Suzette has a relationship with God. Mm-hmm. She talked to God. Mm. And I think you have to have a, the call to action is first develop a relationship with God. Mm. So when calamity comes, when issues come, you can hear what his will is for your life. Mm. I think it first births out of relationship with him. Mm -hmm. You know, wholeness is out of relationship. And so if you want to experience what his will is for your life, you got to have that relationship, I believe. Mm-hmm. And that starts a oh, great way to start is prayer, prayer, mm-hmm. conversation, yeah. dialogue, and just being open to the journey. Um, you know, cause obviously it's progression, right? Right. It's not about perfection, not about being, you know, like I can't expect to be Pastor Suzette, 
right now. Right. Like, because I ain't been well, through what she's been through. It's levels. Yeah, exactly. so we talk about that all the but time. But I feel like we're hard on ourselves right. a lot of times. Mm-hmm. So we have to extend ourselves grace, give, mm-hmm. give ourselves time, but still be intentional. Not mm-hmm. grace that says, Oh, the Lord know my heart, and you just keep dragging your feet. No, like, do it. Put your feet to the fire. Spend time with him. Talk with him. And surround yourself with people that can help you mm-hmm. in building your relationship with him. And I think it's conversation. I think we sometimes we make prayer deep. Um, mm-hmm. We make it, we put a formality to it, mm-hmm. you know. And it's got to have an opening, and it's got to have a, a it got to have two points and a close, you know. Prayer is not that deep. It's just conversation, mm-hmm. just like we're having right here, mm-hmm. you know. And I think you have to be able to open yourself up to have natural conversations with God. With God, with God. You know, right. just talking to Him. You know, mm-hmm. like you would talk to anyone else. Mm-hmm. I talk. You know, I my conversation with God is not always depth. You mm-hmm. know, it's Lord, I need you now. Right. Mm-hmm. You kind know, of like a breath prayer. Yeah, yes. it's like a, yeah, a little breath I, prayer. Yeah. Um, and you had, and I think that's where you start as we talk about levels. I think another thing was is is that okay? You hear the word, but you have to believe what God said, right? You got to believe what God says, and I think believing what He says will allow you to align your heart and emotions with. What's going on? And you can even pray and ask God to help your unbelief. Because sometimes I have to insert that because I can tell that my belief is a little Mm. little touchy. (laughs) So I'm just like, Lord, just help my unbelief Mm. because I know that I believe he got up. I know that I believe that he wants the best for me. But sometimes, you know, what you see Mm. can experience the the intangible. So Mm. even just praying and asking God to help your unbelief, mm-hmm. I think is, is a great way to start as well. So we talk yeah. about hearing from God, right? Getting the word from God, believing the word that you heard. Right. Mm-hmm. And then praying the scripture, I think is important. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a scripture, I don't know the address, but it just talks about scripture. The word of God is medicine to the body. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of meditating on, yeah. You think it's in Psalms? Mm -hmm. Okay, y'all, I'm not theologians. No, I'm I'm definitely not a theologian. (laughs) (laughs) So you can look up the address for the people in the back. We We can look up the address. Um, But I was reading an article by Joseph Prince. I love his ministry. And he was talking about healing, and there was an astounding observation that he made. And he said that the human form was created by God's word, right? He took the dust from the ground and made man. And he took the rib in Adam's side and made woman. And we were formed through God's word and healing, right? And our healing should come through God's word because that's how we were made. And I thought that was astounding observation. And so um, I have one more. I just kind of want to, so we were praying the scripture, uh, Expect to see God move. Mm-hmm. Expect it. I think that kind of acti- activates trust, right? Mm-hmm. Expect God to do the miracle. A miracle. I was in service this past week, and Pastor Suzette, uh, she preached. Uh, what was the name of the title? It was expect God's 
no, no, wait a minute. It's expect God's unexpected. Hmm. Something like that. I think I got it right. But I, I, I left, I left there with inspired to kind of hope again. Mm -hmm. And I think with all that we, you know, experience in the world, we're experiencing now, I'm praying and believing that we're on the other side of this pandemic thing, you know, that God is going to begin to heal the land as we continue to humble ourselves. Right. I think that that's kind of where God has us in the season. As we continue to do that, I am expecting great things from God. And I think the point of this podcast was to inspire people to not give up on prayer to continue to pray, right? And to get excited and expect God to do great things right. in spite of what has been happening in the world. Mm -hmm. I like the word, you know, I love the word, you know. And oftentimes I oftentimes I think we shy away from the word because we know what it really can do <laughs> right. and we know the conviction that comes with it so we kind of like kind of pull back mm -hmm. at times from it um but i love what god is doing in this season because he said i wish that you prosper and be in health mm -hmm. even as your soul prospers even as your soul. you know mm -hmm. and so it's it's important that we have a good measure of word in us mm. in order to be able to fulfill what God wants to do in us and through us. But what I'm so excited about is what you just mentioned, the manifestation of what God wants to do mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because his plan for our life, the wholeness that we will experience is so big is so big for our lives that we 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 can't even fathom it. You know, even to even to talk about you know your husband Peter. You know, he did experience it, mm. but he's experiencing wholeness on a whole oh, big level. level now. You know what I'm saying? Whole nother level. So I'm excited because what God is doing in our life. Even to have us on, have me on this podcast, sometimes I just be like, you know, God, you, oh, you, funny. you challenging me, you know, yes, you, you're challenging funny. me in an he area. Funny. Yeah. Like you're challenging me in the area. Cause I'm thinking like me prayer. Okay. You know. <laughs> but it's, it's apparent that God wants to do something. Even you know, now, he's doing a work in us. I mean, you know, Paul said it best. Not that I have arrived mm -hmm. to my utopia, but I'm pressing toward the mark of the higher call. And I think, you know, I just want to be in a space where God will use um, every gift, every talent that I have to make the difference in somebody else's life. I think that's being intentional about purpose and, and destiny. And so if you're listening, um, to today's podcast and you got anything out of it hey listen drop us a line um let us know how we're doing if there's a topic or a subject matter you want us to discuss we're just here to encourage and inspire um the prayer institute's mission is to pray and teach people to pray that's that's what we do 
that's our, our global um, mission in life. But we understand that there are levels. And so content like this, you know, our community prayer walks, like we understand that it's a journey and it's levels. But then those of you who are more savvy, right, you are at a different space and a different level in God. We have courses. I think we're done. Yay. Okay, well, praise the Lord for y'all. This was good. And until next time, you guys, be blessed. Signing off. Thank you for listening to the Prayer Works Podcast. For more information or to purchase the book, Praying to Change Your Life by Suzette Caldwell, please visit our website at prayerinstitute.com and follow us on social media at Praying to Change. Until next time, remember, prayer works.